0: Good morning. It's time for your local and regional KVMR morning news update for Thursday, July 22nd. I'm Steve Baker. 10,000 miles going underground? More on that later. But first, here's your regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley, today, sunny, high near 93, tonight, clear and 64, tomorrow, 95 and sunny, Saturday, hot, and high of 97. Sacramento, today, sunny and a high of 95, tonight, clear, low 58, and tomorrow, hot and a high of 99. Truckee Tahoe, today, sunny, high of 83, tonight, mostly clear and a low of 45, Friday, 86 and sunny. And Placerville today, mainly sunny and a high of 94. Angels Camp today, sunny and 98. Nevada County Public Health reports three new confirmed COVID-19 cases from yesterday afternoon. Out of 5,159 cases since the start of the pandemic, 114 are active, down eight from Tuesday. Five people are hospitalized, one in ICU, according to Ubinet. Pacific Gas Electric Company executives committed Wednesday to move 10,000 miles of the utility's power lines underground, a daunting and expensive task for the embattled utility that's just emerging from bankruptcy after it was held responsible for some of California's most destructive wildfires in recent years. The Sacramento Bee says the announcement came at a press conference in Butte County where a plume of smoke from the Dixie Fire could be seen in the distance. Just three days ago, PG&E told the Public Utilities Commission that That its equipment might have sparked that fire. PG&E officials declined to say how much the plan is expected to cost ratepayers or offer a timeline on how long it would take to complete the massive undertaking, saying the plan would still need regulatory approvals. Meanwhile, the Dixie Fire has since grown to 85,000 acres and is only 15% contained. In the Frenchtown Fire near Dobbins and Oregon House in Yuba County, all evacuations were lifted shortly after the forward progress of the fire was stopped just about this time yesterday, according to YubaNet. It had a 70-acre main fire and a 20-acre spot fire nearby. The union newspaper of Grass Valley is reporting that with a 5.9% unemployment rate, Nevada County ranks. 12th out of the state's 58 counties in employment rates last month, according to the latest data released by the State Employment Development Department, EDD. The union says the data shows a slight increase in the county's unemployment rate from the previous two months, 5.8 percent in April and 5.4 percent in May. Statewide, according to a news release from EDD, the June unemployment rate was 7.7 percent. The state's current situation was described as, quote, nearly half of the 14.1 hit just one year ago, but is still 3.4 percent points above the pre-pandemic level seen in February 2020. The county has seen a similar trajectory from one year ago, dropping to last month's 5.9 percent unemployment rate from the 11.2 percent reached in June 2020. Well, one of the men accused of plotting to blow up the California Democratic Party headquarters in Sacramento came within minutes of winning his release from jail yesterday, but the deal fell through after his wife changed her mind about taking responsibility for him while he awaits trial. That's what the Sacramento Bee is reporting. After a 70-minute Zoom court hearing, U.S. Magistrate Judge Alex C. in San Francisco had allowed Jared Copeland to be released and returned to his Sacramento apartment with the understanding that his wife, Sheila, would act as custodian and report any violations of his release terms to the court. See laid out two requirements, that Copeland remain detained at home, not have access to weapons, not use steroids, and only have access to one electronic device, and was going to order Copeland's release over the objections of a federal prosecutor and a lawyer for the state Democratic Party who argued that Copeland is a danger to the community. But the deal blew up at the last minute as C questioned Sheila Copeland about whether she understood failure to report any violations could land her in jail. Yeah, that's a big responsibility, she said. It is a big responsibility, replied C, and he directed her and Copeland's attorney, John Ambrosio, to talk about the matter offline during the video Zoom hearing. A few minutes later, the two reappeared on screen, and Ambrosio told the judge that Sheila Copeland had changed her mind. Instead, Ambrosio said she wanted the court to find another suitable custodian to keep tabs on Copeland, meaning that he will remain in custody until someone willing and able is found. The San Francisco Chronicle is reporting the Oakland City Council approved a proposed term sheet Tuesday for the A's $12 billion plan to build a waterfront ballpark and development against the team's wishes, but the A's remained undecided on whether to continue negotiating or walk away from the project. Six council members voted in favor of the proposed term sheet for the Howard Terminal Project that included amendments requiring affordable housing, tenant and anti-displacement protections, and environmental protection measures. There was one abstention and one no vote. A Sacramento judge on Wednesday ordering the Secretary of State's office to include conservative talk radio host Larry Elder on the recall ballot after the office originally disqualified him for what it said were incorrectly redacted tax returns. In court filings, Elder's attorney argued that state elections law mandating tax disclosures Technically only applies to primary races. The statute also requires the Secretary of State to fix any redaction errors in tax filings, Elder Suit said. The court agreed. And in New York Times noteworthy facts. The average price of a gallon of regular gasoline in the United States is now $3.17 and in California, $4.32, according to AAA. Last year, as pandemic lockdowns kept people closer to home, gas cost just $2.18 a gallon on average. That's from an article, OPEC to Up Production, easing pressure on prices. Birthdays today include musical genius George Clinton, 83, actor Danny Glover turning 75, the Eagles' Don Henley is 74, Emily Saliers of the Indigo Girls, 58, and singer Rufus Wainwright, 48. Stay tuned for some more great music on the Thursday Morning Show with guest host Ali Lightfoot.